Welcome to Eurocron, a podcast about people whose names you may not be familiar with now, but you will remember their stories. Hi, I'm Scott Pitney, the host for Eurocron. So, without further ado, let's jump right into our next extraordinary story. So we're very fortunate to have our next guest on Yurkron, Lisa Flick, who is a extraordinary server at the Lost Draw Winery here in Fredericksburg, Texas. Welcome to Yurkron, Lisa. Hey, thanks. Good to be here. Awesome, awesome. So um, let, before we get into the winery and all the good things about Fredericksburg, let, let's talk about you for a second. And can you just tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up here at uh, Lostra. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually, you know, was in corporate America for decades and decades. And when my youngest daughter um, in high school decided that her mother was her least favorite person um, and went to go live with her dad, um, I suddenly found myself in a 2000 square foot house in the burbs of Fort Worth. And it took me about two weeks to decide to quit my job and sell my house. And then I bought a trailer and hit the road. Um, I spent a year down at the coast because I thought, oh, I'll go live at the beach and work full time. And I, which is when I quit wearing makeup <laughs> or fixing my hair, um, hated that and said, well, I probably should like get a real job. So I've always loved the hill country. I drove up here and said, I bet I could go work at a winery. And how long ago was that? About five and a half years. Okay, so you've been here five and a half years. Now, let's go back to the beach a second, because I've personally been intrigued. In fact, I've told several people in my lifetime, my dream would be to have a house in the mountains and one on the beach, kind of follow the, the best weather and that kind of thing. What did you not like about living on the coast? Well, okay, so I was working, and it, it was super, super hot, and they have if whoever lives at the coast knows this you everyone has island perfume it's a combination of bug spray and sunscreen um and it's it's in every pore in your body and the smell never goes away even after you move a year later <laughs> so if i have a weak sense of smell maybe the beach is for me <laughs> maybe so or maybe if you weren't quite as fair complected as i am <laughs> well there is that yeah yeah the, the sun can be wicked down there you ended up at Lost Draw. Tell us about the history of Lost Draw Winery. So it's actually this super great intertwined family story. Um, Andy Timmons, um, who is our primary grower, uh, has been a, like a third, fourth generation row crop farmer up in the High Plains in Brownfield, Texas. Um, mostly cotton and peanuts. Uh, got into planting grapes. Then his nephew, Andrew Sides, came to work at the vineyard with him. Um, Andrew went off to college at Texas Tech, uh, met and married his sweetheart, who happened to be the daughter of Troy Otmers, who owns this lovely piece of property where we eventually opened the winery, tasting room. And how big is this piece of property? Because this is... This is in downtown Fredericksburg, and there, there's not a lot, a lot of wineries that pop up on the map 
in in downtown so how big is this actual piece of property wouldn't you know i actually don't know the answer to that um it's not big enough and but we're but there's no place to expand so we definitely have to maximize what little space we have here and as small as it is we do all production right here on property yeah, I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's where I wanted to go next. When you say all production, can you kind of break down how wine is produced and, and how you all produce it? Um, Absolutely. In a, in a very non-scientific Lisa kind of way. Yes. Um, so all the fruit comes in in these big, huge plastic bins light, and they call it whole cluster. So it's still on the stems and everything. And the bins are full. They come in on refrigerated trucks. Um, once it gets here on property, um, it gets pressed. Um, and then on the reds, they'll start fermentation. If it's doing the white, they'll immediately drain that juice off the skins. Um, and that, that gets you know fermented differently away from the skins. Um, and then after fermentation, they'll start the aging process. Uh, typically, the whites are aged on property in stainless, or we do have some concrete tanks. Um, there's a couple of whites that we will um, barrel age in neutral oak. Um, and then most all of the reds are going to get uh, barrel aged. And how is Texas wine generally different from, say, other pop? popular winery areas like California and France and places like that? Well, first of all, we're nicer. Um, <laughs> um, because of the amount of limestone in the, sto in the soil here, you will get some different mineralities. And because of the temperature, there are some grapes that will not do well in Texas. Um, but the flip side of that is there are grapes that do very well here, just maybe not the ones that are more popular or that people are more familiar with. Gotcha. And how many wineries are there in Fredericksburg now? I believe the count now is like 74 and there's still more to come. Yeah. And I think we were here, uh, LaVon and I were here a couple of years ago and the count was around 46 or something like that. So that is just incredible growth. And so I'm, I'm going to put you a little, uh, put you on the spot a little as far as lost straw. Why Lost Rod? Why should people come here? What makes y'all different from other wineries, of course, besides getting the great service from Lisa? <laughs> well, it's, I thought it was all about me. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, because we are 100% Texas-grown grapes. Uh, because Andy Timmons, our primary grower, has been on the forefront of Texas wines. Um, and there's, I think there's a different culture here than you'll get at a lot of the other wineries. We're still small. Um, customer service, very focused on that. Um, trying to take care of everybody that comes in here. So, yeah. Now, I can speak for myself and for us as far as what we like about Fredericksburg, because there is a lot to like about this town. Um, the wine, of course, and then the live music, um, being close to Austin, it seems like you know the, the Austin music market is so saturated. And right now during COVID, it's a tough time for musicians. But we like to come to Fredericksburg because the, the, the live music is great and it's still going on. What, what else can you say about the town of Fredericksburg that, that you like about it personally? Gosh, it's, it's just, it's quaint and cozy and um, we, it's like the downtown Main Street, especially at Christmas time, I think it's been in every Hallmark movie in my mind because um, that's what it looks like, you know, complete with the candy cane lights and all that, you know, and you go in some of these mom and pop stores and any small business here and those people are just genuinely thrilled to have you there and they're thrilled to have your business and I think they're just kind and welcoming. 
Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I mentioned COVID briefly. How's COVID affected Fredericksburg in particular? Well, obviously tourism, a huge part of Fredericksburg and and every winery's business out here. And we were pretty much shut down for, you know, months. Um, most every place is still operating um, at, you know, under capacities. Um, it's definitely made people be more cautious. And, and it seems like now, I don't know, people are appreciating coming out. Um, so... Yeah, and you, you were you were shut down for months, so what did you do during that time? Well, me personally, I took off and went to Montana. <laughs> there you go. Because it was too hot here anyway, so, yeah. you know, it was like your mountain beach thing. Yeah. I do Texas winter and Montana summer for a couple months. Yeah, where did you go in Montana? So, I was in uh, Wilsaw and Polson, and let's see, last year I went to Glacier, I didn't go this year, but, so. Yeah. Well, we just recently uh, were in Yellowstone in July and, and kind of the same thing. And uh, I've been to Billings and, it, you know, anywhere in the Rockies, especially in the summertime, is a good place to be. So I, I agree. Um, so if somebody were to come to Fredericksburg uh, and, and say they just had a weekend, what would you suggest to them if they just had a weekend to spend here? Wow. Um, we'll drive down Main Street in the dark because even when it's not Christmas, it's just twinkle lights. Um, visit the Nimitz Museum. Um, do a little research ahead of time. Pick a couple of your favorite wineries. Hopefully, Glostra's on that list. Do visit a couple wineries. You will get a different experience at different museums. Um, drive around. Look at this is true Texas Hill Country out here. Um, you know, we've got this lovely Ladybird Park out here um the um lbj ranch which is still a functioning ranch uh pernell's falls there's just gorgeous scenery great places to hike and walk around turn down the random street check it out yeah and lbj ranch of course is where our former president uh, lyndon johnson grew up and you pass that on the main highway coming in and, and that looks intriguing even from the main highway you can see some log cabins and things like that are those real yeah, well, they've been restored, but there's a lot of um, a lot of history, and there's a, in Johnson City itself. There's some little plaques that you can read along with, but the ranch itself um, does have some historic stuff on there. And my understanding is the ranch is part of the ranch is still being operated by his granddaughters and is a, a working cattle ranch. And of course, there's a lot of um, services that take you around to different wineries here to visit different wineries. What are some pros and cons about, because we've actually been on one of those tours, but from, in your opinion, being in the business, what are some pros and cons about taking one of those guided wine tours? Um, it, well, the, you can do private or, you know, there's big shuttle vans. I think the private ones are the way to go because they can customize your day for you, talk to you a little bit about maybe what you prefer to drink, and steer you to wineries that might be more to your liking. They carry your stuff. They make sure you have lunch. Um, and most importantly, you have a safe designated driver for the day. And so, um, <laughs> yesterday when we were talking uh, to you, Lisa, of course, <laughs> I, I'll just put that on the table. We were here yesterday, and we were very intrigued by Lisa. She has a great personality, as you can tell by now. And she told us a little story about an activity they like to do in Fredericksburg having to do with mug shots. Can you please... <laughs> 
can you please tell us about that very interesting activity y'all partake in here? Well, Fredericksburg is a small town, and as many small towns will do, they daily post different mugshots on who got busted the night before. Um, So we all get online in the morning and look and see whose face is on there that we know. So (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And so have there ever been any surprises? Only a couple of times. The rest of the time, it's just like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think what started that conversation is one thing I've noticed. I, you know, I, I've probably been here six or seven times in my lifetime, and I've never seen that, that I remember anyway a, a Fredericksburg police officer. Um, but but I would suspect. I mean, this town is fifty thousand or so. So there's, uh, and with all the tourism, there's probably very good security here. I would imagine. Yeah, and so in, a, in addition to the Fredericksburg police, we've, there's also Gillespie County Sheriff's, Gillespie County Constable, and um, uh, who's it, Dot runs the state, not Dot, sorry, the state troopers are out here as well, so. Right, okay. We'll be right back. Today's episode is sponsored by Pitney Properties. Pitney Properties provides real estate services to buyers and sellers located in and around the Houston area. Having been raised in Texas, LaVon Pitney is incredibly well-versed in the area's housing market and always manages to find her clients those hidden gems that other agents tend to overlook. LaVon's relentless style and integrity allow her to hold client satisfaction at her highest priority. She works hard to make the entire home buying and selling experience as is productive and enjoyable as possible. Whether her clients are first-time buyers or seasoned investors, LaVon works tirelessly to accommodate their needs and exceed their expectations. To learn more about LaVon's real estate services, please don't hesitate to call her today at 713-805-8871. That's 713-805-8871. Or contact LaVon at sold at Pitney Properties. Tell us about the Velvet Lounge, Lisa. Those aren't really repeatable stories. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> so, Levon actually, not actually, like you never do, you always have excellent questions, but Levon had a question about uh, wineries in general in, in Fredericksburg, of all the places in Texas, it's a huge state. Why did wineries, or how did wineries generally start here in Fredericksburg? Well, Fredericksburg actually started out as a, a destination for antiquing. It, it was actually nationally known as a good place to go antiquing. Um, there were a couple wineries here. Then the tourist business started increasing. A couple more wineries came in. Then, as more people were opening wineries, it was like, let's take advantage of to where people are already coming. And then it just kind of snowballed. Now there's winery traffic out here. And they say this whole 290 corridor 
out here is second only to Napa as far as the number of wine visitors. That's huge, huge. That's very big. And this area doesn't just have wineries because when I go into liquor stores in Houston, I see a lot of vodka from here and lots of different distilleries. Yeah, there's um, a couple of vodka distilleries. Uh, Garrison Brothers, which is world famous, um, is out here. Um, there's a cider place. Um, it's just, it's become a destination for, um, and, and too, Austin also is known for its like homegrown breweries and that kind of thing. A couple of those are opening up out here as well. So it's a, it's a boutique alcohol area. I like that boutique alcohol. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for joining us on your Cron. Uh, it's been a lot of fun talking to you and drinking here at your winery. Um, so this takes us to what we call our legacy question on your Cron. If in a hundred years from now, someone's listening to this podcast, what would you like to say to them? What would you like them to remember about you or perhaps just life in general? Gosh, um, easy and hard question at the same time. You know, I spent my whole life living and working for everyone else around me, whether it was my kids, my husband, my reputation in the business community. Um, I worked my tail off. I worked extra hours. I missed, you know, monumental events in lots of people's lives because I was working. Um, I'm now, I'm happier now than I've ever been in my entire life. Um, I'm doing something fun. I don't take, well, I take my work home at the end of the day, but it's in the form of a bottle. Um, uh, I'm living as inexpensively as I've ever lived in my life. I'm happier than I've ever been. Um, but, you know, to get to this point, though, it was, in, in essence, I felt like I lost my daughter. Um, fortunately, she's come around now. We have a great relationship. Um, sold my house, put my stuff in storage. My storage facility burned to the ground. I lost everything that I owned, which is what prompted me to buy an RV, which I've now been living in for the last six years. And my daughter still calls me trailer trash. Um, but it's, it was so freeing. I don't have stuff. Um, I have enough stuff that I need, um, but I'm super happy. Is it safe to say from your perspective anyway that money does not buy happy, happiness? Without a doubt. Um, but unfortunately, when you're in corporate America and you're making bukus of money, you, you can't, you're so deep in it, you can't see that. Um, you just, you can't see it. So if you were speaking to your younger self, what would you tell your younger self today? Oh, I would have slapped myself a whole bunch of times by now. Um, that you just, you have to stick with your gut and you have to make yourself happy in order to make anyone else around you happy. Be happy and everybody else around you is happy. I like that. I like that. But not selfishly. But not in a selfish way. Right, right. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for being on your cron. Well, thank you so much. I enjoyed you guys yesterday when you came to drink wine and today when you came to listen to me talk. <laughs> and we enjoyed the uh, outstanding service and come to Fredericksburg, come to Lost Straw Winery, visit Lisa. You will not be disappointed, no doubt about it. <laughs> thank you, Lisa.